$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Your fear sickens me. This is the hour of the Kolakan. Asta, take her out! I'm going to cast Hydraulic Push. Oh, there you go. And punch this horse in the neck. She falls. Yeah! Oh, wow! Nice. Who was she? Why does she come to serve Kinebo? She wanted to watch us suffer. She seemed excited. You uh, put your ear up to that door, and it just like... (laughs) Opens. You see framed paintings. The first portrays a, a long, thin figure. You get the sense that the creature is being born. Fully formed. The next one shows this figure now in your world, hunting elves. <laughs> you stop in front of the final painting because disturbingly it shows Brother Ramius, Talitha, Buggles, Zephyr, and Lucky during your encounter at the Seventh Arch. In the background of this image, <laughs> watching from the trees slim fey figure with its trademark silent grin the adventure continues now at this table. Look at them. There's Joe and Matthew and Kate and Sydney and old Skid. Oh, I heard my name. <laughs> and me, Troy. Did you know you could see us this year all around the country and in Canada? Because in addition to this show, we have a live tour. It's been touring since 2018. 2018. 2018. Uh, and, and, and now we're kicking off the 2024 tour next month in Toronto. Sorry. Sold out! 
<laughs> Over 300 people sold out, can't get a seat. They're emailing me right now saying, like, we might have to put 100 people on stools because the place isn't big enough. That's a lie. I'm exaggerating. But sold out. But in April, we're going to be in Kansas City and Austin, Texas. And then in May, we're going to be in Vancouver, back to Canada, and St. Paul, Minnesota. Then in June, Skid's hometown of Denver followed by Nashville, and then uh, August, we're going to be in Indianapolis for Gen Con, September, Boston, October, we're going to be in Portland, Oregon, not Maine, although I'd, I'd prefer to be in Portland, Maine, <laughs> Portland, Oregon, and Los Angeles, and then we're finishing out the year in Philly, which... I was just thinking what a terrible swing that would be to do Portland, Maine, and L.A. <laughs> on the same weekend. That was the best routing we could get. The best routing. With yeah. a layover in China, because we're going the opposite way. <laughs> right. Which city are you most excited for? You have to pick You have to pick a favorite. Pick, pick one? You have to pick one that you're like most excited for. We had this conversation on uh, Legacy. Legacy of the Ancients. Don't listen to it. Don't know what that is. You were once a cast member until we voted you out. That's true. I was like, like Survivor. I yes, was. Survivor. <laughs> Extinguished my flame. Troy and I just high-fived on the way out and the way in. <laughs> yep. Um, is there a city that you're... I'm really looking forward to Kansas City uh, because I've got family there. Family you that do. have never seen me live. Yeah, so I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that. Well, I thought you were going to say, I've got family there. Family I've never seen. Yeah. <laughs> never yeah. Family that has never seen me and that is, you know, in for a real, real fun time. Being like, what on earth is happening? <laughs> this isn't fi- family you found on like Ancestry.com. Like actual... No, no, no. This is actually, it's my wife's family. Do you but, have a whole uh, second I inherited family? it. What's that? You have a whole second family? <laughs> <laughs> have you been commuting Wait, to this Kansas isn't City? going on YouTube. <laughs> uh, oh, this is your wife's family. It's, it's not my... really your family. Come on. Is that how you wow. think about your wow. wife's family? <laughs> no, but I mean, you really should have qualified that to begin with. Like, not your blood family. family. Sure, but that's his family. People it's my you've family. Known, so it's people not, you've known for a couple family, years. No, way more than a couple <laughs> people years. People you've known for about one thirty-second of your life. People I enjoy spending time with <laughs> uh, more than you. That's true. We got to make that show extra weird for them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, settle Find in. out, like, what their bugaboos are and make the whole shit. <laughs> um, and, I, and I've never been to Kansas City, so I'm looking forward to... Uh, Everything's up to date there. Kansas City barbecue. Yeah, got to get some KC barbecue, like, right before the show, so we're really tired. <laughs> yes, um, yes. What's up? What's up, me and Nick Shelton? We went to go see... There was this guy who used to do these infomercials called Tom Vu. And he had these, he had these infomercials. It'd be him like on a, on a yacht with like a bunch of women. They made fun of him on Saturday Night Live one time. And he'd be like, Oh, you can be like me. You can have this yacht. This woman's like, all you have to do is come to my seminar. Come to my seminar. <laughs> and like, me and Nick Shell, like, cause we see this thing. We just went to go to this thing because like he was on TV all the time. Wait, you we, went to go. Cause I know <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. Stop we it. went to the seminar cause we were like, he's on TV all the time. And it was just like, this will be really funny. And we went and like, he was 40 pounds heavier than he w- than he was on the infomercials. And he says, like, I just got done eating a bunch of barbecue. I'm really sorry. I'm very sleepy. And it was the funniest. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I hear, like, barbecue, I just I think of me. And How me. inspiring. Tom Vu. Tom Vu. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, uh, I know you're psyched for all the meat in Kansas City. <laughs> but uh, what other cities are you really fired up about? You got to pick one. Do I have to? Yeah, because we don't have a lot of time. Vancouver. Vancouver. I've never been. Really? Yeah. And more so than Toronto. I've been to Toronto. Ah, I like that's Toronto. The only I'm excited to go back. But Vancouver. But I've never been to Vancouver. Is there something in Vancouver in particular that you're uh, wrecked about? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, the hockey team. 
the hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I, th- I love the Pacific Northwest, and I just have never I've never been to Vancouver. So I, I've heard it's a beautiful city, and it's a beautiful region of the country that I enjoy, or beautiful region of the world, it's not our country. Many Hallmark Christmas movies are filmed there, and I'm, that's what I'm most excited. <laughs> I'm not shocked by about I'm not shocked by any of that. Yeah, I hope it snows in uh, May. Uh, Kate, you got to pick one city. You got to pick a favorite that you're really excited for. Yeah. Uh, Austin. Knew it. Austin. <laughs> Knew it. it. My best friend lives there. Yeah. Uh, so I get to see her. Is that the only reason? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, That's it's a fine it. city too. I've been there multiple times. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. But I mean, for a new city, I'm excited to like see Portland. I'm excited to see both sides of Canada. Mm. Um, but Austin. Austin. my friend. Because you're your friend. So nothing to do with us. Keep Austin weird. You guys aren't my friends. Wait, is this the wow. friend that we met? No. no yeah, I thought your best friend was a different best friend. That's a different best friend. Okay. I have many best All friends. All these best friends. I, so just, like, I could never be a It dilutes a sim. the whole relationship. Sims, you right. can only have one best friend. Right. Right. Like in real life, you can have more than one. Kate is very popular. I yeah. just, what I heard How is many that best friends do you have? I have a lot of friends. I have one single best friend. Mm, sad. What I just heard was that <laughs> Kate no. has a lot of best friends, but we are not even friends. Yep. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's we what could I heard have been, too. been acquaintances, but we're like work. Yeah. Work buddies. Anyway, I can't wait to go to Austin to see my friend. Cubicle. <laughs> yeah. Finally, she can be amongst friends. Austin. It's really hard being on tour, not seeing my friends. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, <laughs> this is so mean to me. Also, I, I feel very hurt by it. Sydney, what uh, friendless city are you most excited for? Got no friends anywhere. Um, I was going to say Austin, but Joe on the FOD yesterday, we were talking about uh, cities that we were excited to go to. And I said Austin, and Joe was like, yeah, that tracks. And I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't like the way nice. he said that. Explain yourself. I nice. didn't like the way he said that. So I'm changing my answer because I think that's the obvious answer. I've never been to Austin. I'm very excited. But the way you said it, I didn't like Why it. Why is it obvious? I don't understand. Because she's like cool. a South by person. Uh, she's a, a South by person. That is she's not. Like you, would assume, you look at Sydney, and- you assume she's going to South by. Me? Every year. <laughs> oh, yeah, been. I go every year. I've never been. I go, to, literally, I go every year. I go to Burning Man. I go to everything <laughs> that you'd assume I go to looking at me. Yep. Yeah, that's, what <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I feel, Skid. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So I'm changing my answer, and I'm going to say Vancouver like Matthew, oh. because I love the Pacific Northwest, love Portland, Seattle area, never been to Vancouver. Very excited to go up north. I've been to Austin a few times, and everybody's like, Austin, Austin, holy shit, Austin. Been there a bunch, and I'm like. All right. Yeah, but you've been there. It's I fine. haven't. It's Who's totally it? everybody. Fine. Like two guys on Facebook. <laughs> Lots of people like Austin. Oh, man. Oh, oh, dude, Austin. That's fine. When are we going to Austin? Again, I'm trying what to get specifics of numbers. Uh, Austin, we're going, oh, no, uh, looking at my spreadsheet. Uh, uh, April. Oh. April. It's it's right after Kansas City. We go from Kansas City. Oh, right right. To it might not be warm enough to do the swimming holes. I was looking forward to the swimming holes in Austin. You can swim in a hole. <laughs> Maybe a tad bit cold. <laughs> Moving on. Skid, what's your favorite? What's your? What are, you, are you most excited to go back to Denver because it's not sailing very well? I'm, yeah, well, that doesn't make me very Skid, happy. Can you but, fix that? Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to go. I'm looking forward to go back to Denver, especially because it'll be in the midst of the NBA playoffs. So there's a chance that I might be able to go. To oh, dude, I didn't even think about that. Game. Uh, no nuggets. What if it's Celtics nugs in the finals? See, I taught my friend. I was telling my friend about this. He's like, he keeps saying, "It's like I hope you play the Celtics in the finals." Like, I don't because <laughs> I have to work with Troy Lavalley, who's like the, one of the worst people to have a sports rivalry with. Like that, I could that I could, that I could imagine. You could dream it up in a laboratory. It couldn't be worse. Yeah. So, so imagine having a team in the East. 
So you play his teams constantly. No, no, I know. Sport. See, like, I don't. The worst. I feel so bad for you having to deal with that regularly. <laughs> like, it never the, happens to me. Right? It never happens. For you, it would only be the NBA Finals. Right. The last like, couple of years that the Eagles were eliminated, you, I couldn't read some of the texts that I sent to Joe and his friends. <laughs> <laughs> Making them feel really as bad as possible. Yeah. And I can't, I mean, with my particular neuroses and psychology i it could kill me it could, it could literally kill <laughs> i wouldn't me. do that to you and my friend is just like yes, oh, what if you what if the nuggets win like what are they being was like it it would that would be great but it wouldn't be worth no. the terror <laughs> of of maybe thinking they would lose because we narrowly avoided this apocalyptic scenario last year it yeah. was it was close yeah, i was i and every i'm you know and i'm nervous for the sports <laughs> results anyway but i was so much more nervous watching the celtics like maybe be they'll make it to the finals it's so fucking scared we that's were all you're relieved trying to, yeah that's exa- didn't make exactly exactly like that's exactly what i was just gonna say it's like this is what troy does to you psychologically he makes it so that even if you beat his team you don't feel joy or <laughs> yeah. happiness for having got back to all you feel is like this just shudder of relief, relief it's just relief that it's over yeah and so, so and that's God. the highest you get so it's just not worth it's like when the, the shelling load. stops in world war one <laughs> <laughs> the brief window of just like <laughs> That's all you get. There have been times where we were on tour and pre-show, <laughs> Troy would pull up a Celtics playoffs game in the dressing room and he would be by himself in the corner on an iPad, just releasing streams of invective. <laughs> and all of us would go into another room to get yeah. away from that toxicity. Yeah. I didn't think about this. We'll be in Denver and Nashville for oh most of God. that. Yeah. yeah, That's wild. <laughs> So what cities are you looking forward to outside of June cities? Well, I'm also looking forward to Boston again because I think my Uncle Bill might be coming. Uncle oh. Bill! Uh, very excited to have him be completely mystified. Now, is this what we do? Much yeah. like, uh, Let me ask you this. Is this your wife's uncle? No. Oh, it's your actual my, family. My actual family. Oh, that's cool. It's good to know. He, he what if probably... the uncle married in? <laughs> Would that be actual? What if it was on skid side of the family, but the uncle married in? Does that meet your standard? Is this standard? a married in uncle or is this a blood uncle? You know, it's funny. Does his, your blood flu- flow through your uncle's his, blood? Uh, his, his last name is Mar, like my name, and his wife's maiden name is Mahar. Oh. Mahar. So, yeah, Anne Elaine. I don't think she'll be coming. Be fun if they did hyphenated because it would just sound like they were laughing. They should, yeah. Mahar, 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 That's what they say at the end of the wedding. The worst joke you ever made. Still got me. Mahar, That's fun. Worst thing I've ever. They could have just taken her license and just like a like white out one of the e's and instead of going through the whole. DMV. Uh, I'm also really excited for Vancouver. Oh, we're doing another loop? Uh, uh, because I've never been, and because my wife's best friend lives there, a.k.a. my best friend. I was going to say, you're, a.k.a. your, your family. You're just, best you're just up, we're basically family. You know it's making up that you have a best friend it's because fu- you yeah. feel weird about what I said. You just said you had another best friend. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're, you're going to have to talk to your OG best friend. They're going to have to fight to the death. So you know, it's funny, it's funny we're talking about Uncle Skid because mm-hmm. my Uncle Bill on my wife's side also lives in Boston. On your so, wife's side? Yep. Wow. My Uncle Bill on my wife, my boy wife, oh. uh, um, on on wife. my boy wife's side, uh, who works at the Paradise, who we've met. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. that's yes, 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 my yes, Uncle yes, Bill. Yes. So my Uncle yeah. Bill should meet your Uncle Bill they, and fight to the death. Well, they don't have to fight. Battle of the Bills. Battle of the Bills. <laughs> Definitely of the Bills, blood yeah. uncles after that. They could open yeah. for us. 
in Boston. Just an idea, Troy. Just spitballing. Well, I was waiting for someone to ask me what I'm most excited for. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I always forget to ask Troy. I don't care. I'm most excited for the end of this banter. (laughs) I'll see you right after this break. A couple months back now, we had an episode of the GCP sponsored by Henson Shaving. And since then, no BS, I have not used any other razor to shave. This razor is it for me. It's all I'm going to use for the next several years, if not the rest of my life. Let me let me explain why. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the International Space Station and the Mars rover. They have used their experience in precision engineering to design the best razor I have ever used. I, I didn't realize that when I got a cut or a nick while shaving that it had to do with the distance of the blade from the base. It's like a diving board. The longer the board, the more the wobble. The more the wobble, the more you're likely to get cut or nicked. Of course, we are talking in like micro, micro measurements here, but every fractional unit matters. And this is what I mean when I talk about precision engineering. Henson razors extend only 0.0013 inches from the base. That is less than the thickness of a human hair. So in practice, when you're actually using it, It just feels like you are clearing shaving cream away with an aluminum base. Like you can't even feel the cutting sensation. And yet the hair is completely gone. It is as close of a shave as I've ever had and as comfortable and as trauma free a shave I've ever had by far. It has become clear that Henson set out to make the best razor. Not the best razor business, the best razor. That's an important distinction. They don't have like subscription plans or unique replacement blades that you can only get from them. In fact, when I say that I'll be using this for years, I'm not exaggerating at all. I'm pretty sure it's going to cost me something like five bucks a year or maybe even less a year to to get replacement blades. I've made the change to Henson and I am not looking back. I recommend that you do the same. Get yourself a razor that will last you a lifetime. Try this out. Visit hensonshaving.com slash GCP to pick the razor for you and use code GCP and you'll get two years worth of blades for free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. That is 100 blades when you head to H-E-N-S-O-N-S-H-A-V-I-N-G dot com slash GCP and use code GCP. I'm so freaking excited about this razor. Honestly, you got to try it. And we're back! You know, I, over the past few weeks, I keep forgetting to uh, to thank our amazing sponsors. We've got Norse Foundry. Obviously, they're featured a lot. Beautiful dice sets available now. Um... And then there's Demiplane and, of course, Foundry VTT. Check them out. Check out. we got links in the descriptions. I don't know why I'm pointing here. If you're watching this on YouTube, there's nothing here. <laughs> there's it's nothing there. Like the title of the episode. That's it. <laughs> but if you keep, keep keep going down, there's links there. Use those links. Um, did your die just kiss? Yes. Don't that go. was really uncomfortable. Look over why? here. Why did you do that in front Girl. of everybody? Joe, love is love. Love is love. <laughs> Yeah, but, but love. Dice hurts. Love. But in you. the case of dice, love hurts. Like when Joe threw his die at my die. Oh yeah, Joe. Joe, what <laughs> so we're careful. trying to we're trying to get some good luck going. Well, that's fun. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's not working. I just rolled a natural one. I'm going to put that down. I haven't recorded hey, in a while. <laughs> what? You guys recorded in a while? Yes, we, we record, record Legacy constantly. all we record the time. Four days a week. Of shows. I haven't recorded in a while. Kate and I recorded uh, Time for Chaos. Chaos. But that, even that was a couple weeks ago. So I'm out of practice being around people that aren't my children in life. Um, Bodes well for so, First of all, how do you like the dark purple background? I don't know how it looks on screen, but it looks I'm awesome. Liking. It, looks, it kind of sets a mood. Yeah. A definite yeah. mood. Spooky. It feels like we're recording an episode inside a bottle of cough syrup. <laughs> that <laughs> was the goal. Great flavored cough syrup? Yeah. Um, well, instead of cough syrup, you are in the first world. Last week, you fought and defeated a centaur... I think I said centaur at one point. I think you can use those interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a Velsac auger, a little spinning blade ball of muscle and cord and one eyeball. You defeated them. Uh, as usual, Joe walked into the encounter, encounter assuming that it was a trick and you were all meant to die. <laughs> and it had to be the weakest centaur in the history of armed <laughs> And armored centaurs? I mean, you would, you were so convincing that you convinced Matthew into thinking it was an illusion, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps. Um, no, it was just a regular balanced encounter for this party, and you defeated them like you do every single encounter. That's not true. Sur- surprisingly, we had a harder time with the small metal ball than we did with the giant centaur woman full of plate armor and weapons. Also, let's not forget the two hours of bloody surgery that had to happen after. Oh. That's true. That was in order to even be able to walk <laughs> into the next room. <laughs> How's Talitha looking? Just like stitched up. Frankenstein-esque. Stitches are going to heal awful. Like big scars. <laughs> oh, big scars. Yeah, field surgery like that. I also, I looked, there was a question about the spell Augur. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I did look it up. And uh, it is in Player's Handbook, in the original uh, AD&D Player's Handbook. Uh, it's augury in yeah. that book, second level cleric spell, and they do use the terms wheel and woe, even though it's not like an official sort of technical term. They use the terms wheel and woe in the description of the spell. In the description, yeah. I mean, I know the augury first edition spell had wheel or woe in it. I think that might even it's uh, in two-y. carry over to two e, but it's certainly out of the remaster. <laughs> oh, it is. Uh, I would imagine because it's it's his original D and D. But anyways, you defeat them, and then you uh, walk north. And there are, uh, well, first of all, going back to that room, it seems like they're butchering people. There is meat hanging around that looks like human meat, humanoid meat. Uh, there are skulls that have been stripped of flesh like trophies. Now, it seems like this centaur not, o- not only was, uh, you know, some sort of lieutenant for Kanipo or some sort of captain of the guard, uh, but also was like a serial killer that first caught the attention of uh, the Slim and was brought into this domain. Uh, so maybe Maybe these are uh, her trophies. Maybe they're Kanibo's trophies. Maybe it's something else that you don't even know about. Are centaurs first world? Are they? They're not fey creatures, right? They're just. Hmm. You know, that's an interesting question. I feel like they. Well, they were just a race of. Might be. I don't think they. I mean, they seem like sort of, they seem fey adjacent, but I don't know if they're actually a lot of mythical type creatures, like in like traditional myth, end up being kind of shoehorned into fae in fantasy Stuff like a manticore isn't a fae. A centaur has the trait trait beast. Yeah, they're monsters. Which is typically natural, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like associated with nature, but maybe not to the extent that they would be considered like... Can you play as a centaur? 
I don't know if the current, you know, uh, version has that playability, but I don't see why you, you couldn't at some point. It'd be fun. Yeah. It's interesting that they're considered beasts, though, because they're quite humanoid, I would say. But except for, except, for, except for the four legs. Yes. Most sure, minus that one little detail and the tail. <laughs> minus half their bodies. <laughs> Most of them are at least seven feet tall and weigh more Whoa. than 2,000 pounds. Um, and you killed one. Well, I'm seeing now here in the best year that it's a creature three. And I just never would have assumed that. In the movie. art made it like seem the like the size and the art. And the, it made it seem like it was like creature seven, right? Yeah. Like yeah. She was also a badass. She's got a yeah. helm, a big cloak, yeah. steel shield. Uh, and a huge long sword. Anyways, you defeat her. You go up towards the, the northern part of this room, and there are two doors out, one to the north, one to the uh, west. As you go to listen to the door to the west, it opens up into a long gallery of paintings that are more than just paintings. They're sort of animated, moving pictures, each painting telling a, a, a story that repeats itself over and over again that seems to be showing the life of some very particular fey creature that you would assume is Kandipo the Slim. Mm-mm. And there are a series of ten paintings that really take you through it. I don't want to recount all of those paintings per se, but I'd really, I'd really like to hear in your words what you think is going on here because finally there is a lot of information being given. However, I'm curious how you... S- see this tying into what you know so far well I, I just want to my understanding of this was that these were like stories of Kanipo's life painted after the fact but we appear in the final painting you appear in the final painting now that happened what days ago yeah so maybe still after the fact still after the fact so maybe but it's done very recently a very recent painting or it was prophetic so or prophetic sure unclear I, that's one that's one question I have prophetic is way cooler Something, also more terrifying. Something that I took away, I mean, I wrote notes on all the paintings and stuff, um, but as, as Sydney too, just not knowing like the history of Galarian as a whole. So the Ayudara elf arches, like everything we've been trying to figure out about the gates, this creature, Kanepo, is the reason why there, there seems to have been a curse on elven people and why they were dying. Because it seemed like from these paintings, this creature was taking elves specifically and like, murdering them so to me that's like an immediate like he either started the curse or the inopulate curse or like that is the curse that if you're an elf and you're in that area this guy's traveling through these gates and like taking you um just a thought i don't know but it's also the why of that because it's like he was experimenting on them right and like then, what is he yeah let's to just let's nowadays? just real quick walk through what we think, what we saw. But yeah. with the nowadays of like him trying to take other people and saying they're not worthy, but it seems like the elves were worthy. So like, but he kept killing so them. Like, but like, why is he killing them if they're worthy? Well, well, this is what I guess it's worth kind of going through. Let's just walk through yeah. real quick. <laughs> okay. And then I want to bring up the questions that we have after seeing it. Cause some of it is, is revelation, but some of it also brings up more questions. There's like right from the jump is like the creature yeah. seems to be born yeah. fully formed made or something created whatever it is and it's just it has no natural beginning or upbringing or, or right or anything like that then we see this creature hunting elves right? first well Am the I, next picture is you see it kneeling in, in front, front of, of a this cloaked like, cloaked fae of chaotic darkness yeah 
Oh, I completely yeah. missed that. Was it his creator? That. The creature is kneeling in front of a cloaked I, fake I, I creature. I there was a creator That's of a some second. kind. Well, what is the exact, exact description of this cloaked fake creature? I think that was Shows, it. Is it humanoid? Shows this figure kneeling before this figure that seems to be made up of darkness. So it's like, just it looks sort like of a humanoid like a, figure, a shape, and it's cloaked. Um, but it's all but just it's like blackness, darkness. regal. It almost looks regal, and and the 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 figure that you see is probably Kanipo is like showing fealty to this. Can to ruler. this uh, is this could this be Renok? Yeah, well, th- we didn't do we didn't because we had oh, the episode. We didn't get to do Renok. a knowledge check. So can I do a knowledge check on that creature? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, do nobility is still a John here. In nature, probably. Joe, I didn't even. No, no nobility, but I could do, but we can do anything. Um, history. I don't have history. Is history? You don't? Is this, no. Is history something? about first world lore? Such an asshole. That would be, <laughs> that would be really pretty. Uh, I can do arcana, I can do nature, I can do occultism, society. I think history finds, falls, falls under society now. I could, yeah. Oh, that's right. Nature. Is it nature? No, society is separate. You can roll nature. It's anything with the first world. You can roll nature. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying not to roll nature. It's my worst knowledge. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, I'll roll it then. I'll roll nature. I All crush right. nature every day. I'm awesome at it. That doesn't sound very ecologically. It did, it did. As it came out, I was like, I that sounds bad. Nature That's day. the motto of the DuPont Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Real quick, uh, recall knowledge on nature. That is a 23 on this figure right because to me Ramius is definitely something is starting with this creature F. Kanipo is kneeling to, to it it was nice those dice are really nice those yeah these are Norse Foundry baby are they new uh, no they're old these are old uh, Sir Will's dice uh, oh. yeah Rose Quartz gorgeous Norse Foundry die thinking back to some of the literature you perused in the Quaking Stacks you seem to recall a description similar to what you're seeing here that matches that of Count Renalk. So this is the... So banish him, whatever. All right, that brings up another thing. Okay, yeah, great. Then we see him hunting elves. Yep. Well, first he comes Killing upon elves. the gnawed corpse of a human mm-hmm. holding a strange carved leaf. Shade with her key. Takes that leaf, traces back where this... Uh, person came from and finds uh, seven arches. The the true seven arches. The true seven arches. But he's coming from the shadow plane, or he's coming from the first world. Coming from Zoom, yeah. Nighthold, presumably. That's Traces kind of this to what looks like seven arches. Yeah. Um, and then in the next painting, hunting elves and gorging itself on their shadows, capturing them, experimenting on them, Clearly trying to do something very particular and uh, failing and killing them in the failure. And then the the elves elves bring like these heralds together, like these great warriors together to suppress this murderer. And drag him back. And they capture him successfully. They drag him back to the first world, presumably through the gates. Imprison him in this And then imprison him in this stump. stump. And, and they take the key back. And then they take the Shade Wither key back and say, you're staying here forever, for all eternity. And then... Like a creepy child. Presumably, at this point, they close the gates and th- they say you can't go through the gates anymore, maybe? Well, yeah, they take the key from him and they probably seal the gates with the Shade Wither key. And then he, maybe, like a creepy yeah. child, starts playing with shadows, growing in power, figuring out that 
they can manipulate the shadow stuff. Uh, and then their they're realm able, growing as well during this time. And they escape because they grow their realm until it like kind of breaches back in. And it's Thinlands Farms. And it's Thinlands Farms most likely. Uh, but during this time, which presumably takes millennia that he's playing with the shadow stuff, the elves leave Galarian. Yes. Because when he returns, it's all him. When he is... Now, does he... Now, f- talk about the elves leaving, because this is something from this Galarian, is Galarian history Lord. that like, we just assume everyone knows, but go into that a little bit. Elves are aliens. They are not from Galarian, like in Galarian lore. Like, they're from another planet. They're from Castravel, right? Yeah. I, yeah. It's the, yeah. the equivalent of Venus. Yeah, that's where they're from. They're from another planet, and they had settled here for some time. But then they predict Starfall, right? They, yeah, they knew they knew Starfall was coming. This like cataclysmic event that destroyed the Atlantean Empire, the Earth. Yeah, the you know Atlantis, like sunk Atlantis. They knew it was coming, so they all took off. So they said, "We have to leave. We have to. My people are leaving these shores, right? So they have to leave." And some elves stay behind. And uh, this is the Galarian lore behind what would become the drow, is the elves that sought shelter underground. Ah. And then, bam, Earthfall happens. Many thousands of years pass. At some point, we think, during this period, Kinipo is able to at least project his consciousness into the material plane and start hunting again. But, but the elves are gone. And, it's, and he's upset. He's like, yes. he wanted the elves again. But there are elves still on Galarian. Right, because they returned, they returned, but not en masse. Like, some returned, and they returned to find, you know, things like the Obnubula Curse. They returned to find things like some of their major cities, like, completely overrun by either drow or other creatures, and they become enemies. And they, so, it's part of the elven lore, I believe, of the setting is like they're they're still fighting for some of their original cities. But tell uh, me that this doesn't feel directly related to the Obnubulate Curse. They leave this weird, sh- like shadowy creature experimenting on elves, and then when they come back, they can't go through these gates. Well, the it's also a suspicion. Like it's this AP is for the first time making me wonder if. That was ever real. That's my that's my thought. Or if the Obnubula curse was just a an edict a handed fear. down by the elves to not to, to, to stay away from anyone away. from ever totally. going Maybe in. Maybe that's and, how Kanipa was like totally. accessing the elves somehow, like using the gates, and then he'd be able to get his little tendril hand. So they were like, if we experiment. leave, if we leave the gates, no that, problem. That's what I'm wondering. Is it something in the, in the consuming of the elves' shadows and their his experiments? Is that allowing him to access? through the gates back into our plane. Well, basically, to continue with these paintings, though, the elves are gone. He starts taking just people from the first world. Um, uh, from our world. From our world, bringing them to the first world, whatever. Then the final, he finds Bolon Recruiting Gorgas, recruiting other creatures to right. help to him hunt. To hunt. And he finds Bolon. And he's experimenting on them, it seems, in the same exact way as he was experimenting Very on similar. these elves. He's looking for something. He's looking for something and always failing. And in a rage, just destroying and killing everyone because he's not finding what he wants. It's like a child. Uh, but then he finds Bolon. It's therapy. He sees Bolon and he basically goes to Bolon in the woods and instructs Bolon, like gets him on his team, to go get the Shade Wither Key. Uh and then presumably Bolan brings the shade weather key and now he's got it. But then the final painting was not of anything that we've seen because we were in it. It was us. Were we? 
Yes. Well, I don't remember Asta being in it. Okay, that's rude. <laughs> we, who's we? Who's we here? Wow. Uh, the main characters. Were oh, we're speaking the main, French. The main characters. We're speaking French. Who say Asta wasn't also in the woods watching what? this? The original Broadway cast. The original. Oh my! The touring cast. The original cast. The Tony winning cast. Original soundtrack <laughs> cast. Yeah. But Lucky was in it, and it's us fighting the. Oak Stewards, the unicorn. At the unicorn event. And, and then in the background is Kanipo laughing at Lucky releasing the unicorn. Like <laughs> I remember that. I saved us. <laughs> I saved us. <laughs> I saved us. She's not worthy. I can't believe for a thousand years that painting has been up, and I'd be like, no one would ever do that. No one would ever do that. I couldn't I, believe what had happened. Little do you know, we're going to laugh about this years later when we finish this campaign, because I probably changed the course of the entire AP by by that one decision, that butterfly. You may be right. Well, yeah. guess who's not in the court of Kanipa the Slim? Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, you, you missed Kate's comment where she said she's no, she wasn't worthy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. It was right there. It was really funny. We're not making any more best friends right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Losing them left and right. Uh, all right, so let me throw out, I just want to throw out a couple questions that this brought up for me. And I think the answers are, we don't know, but okay. I want to see if I'm missing anything. So yeah, you sent a text to me like, oh, so much, after we, we all re-listened at least the last 10 minutes yesterday, and you were sending a text to me like, everything was revealed. And I remember looking at that text and being like, like hard information, but it also opens up other questions. So here are my questions to you. See if, if you know any of these, who or what created Kinepo? Count Renault, the guy. So yeah. your theory, working theory is that Count Renault created him. It now, seems like he's pledging fealty, which suggests to me that he wasn't a creation, but maybe not. But he acts, he, to me, it's like, classic weird like a homunculus type thing like created this horrible entity that like lashes out like a child like does all this weird stuff making friends and the little gorgas and stuff feels very childlike to me like brand new born and created that's what it seems like to me okay like uh like having a tantrum yeah okay so are you saying then this question would have no like concrete or logical answer how or why did the elves become his hated enemies because they were there so there's no real reason. Well, they, they had they something, something, whatever yeah, whatever it is he that he wants. They, he thinks, at least, that they had it. But do we think that Count Renalk told him to do this? Yes. So Count, so maybe the source of this elvish hatred comes from Count Renalk? I mean, is it possible that it all has to do with accessing our plane? Because the Aedar are called Elfgates. Yeah, I think that is, I think that's probably at the root of all this, is that the elves had the technology, the magic, to be able to move between worlds in yeah. a way that they might, that's something, that, that might be what they're after. Like, they created the Aedar, mm-hmm. they're able to move between like these two planets in the solar system with ease. I mean, maybe that's and part of what it is. Maybe yeah. what he's looking for, the worthy thing, is like what we are, gatewalkers. Like, yeah. maybe there are other people, people who, can, who, who can do this. Accidentally, maybe they just didn't know they could do it. There's but something about us that allows us to to do the same thing without, without having meant to. Yeah. But there's also this theme of people being chosen who are not gatewalkers. Mm-hmm. So, almost everybody has not been gatewalkers. And as if they could be made worthy? If they right. But we weren't things. made, we weren't, ma- presumably we weren't made gatewalkers just by the fact that we walk through them, right? If it's something, if there's something innate that allows us to transverse worlds, 
So the question to what is he looking for in the people he abducts and experiments on is we do not know at all, right? Right. Sounds like we, we have know. no idea what he's looking for. No. no. And then uh, why doesn't he abduct like a disproportionate amount of elves? Like elves are around. Not a, not a lot though, right? They're still pretty. I mean, as many as are in our games, right? Maybe like as many, like so and they're maybe around. Maybe he only maybe has access or even to half the elves by seven, seven arches, and there's not a lot of elves there because they were told about the curse and therefore stay away. That's true. I mean, they we definitely experienced that with Zephyr when we first went in. So do we think this is a big question that is not on my list that I didn't think of before? But do we think that his influence is always has to be within range of an Ayudara? Or, like, can he move like literally anywhere in the world? I think it needs to be close to the Thinlands, too. So it's, like where it's, it there is a physical, in, like... The material plane. Here's, here's it's my only going to be people in this region that are experiencing these kind of nightmares from him, or... It's where he's been able to extend his realm. Okay. And maybe here's, that burst of the gate time was just like he had this burst of power where he could just affect all the gates at once? Well, this is the big question well, that, I want to know is, is this your question? The, the last moment? one. What does any of this have to do with the night of the missing moment yeah. and the gates opening worldwide at once? I, I, you want to know my theory, my my like meta storyteller theory as opposed to like player in the game theory is that actually he it has that Kinipo did not cause the missing moment. I don't think that's, he did that's either. That's what I think. I don't think he did either. Yeah. I almost feel like this maybe... This is just like a book one plot. It seems like he's taking... He, it seems like it gave him <laughs> a, a, maybe some means and opportunity or a renewed a renewed uh, vigor in his search for the Shade Wither key, but maybe he didn't actually have any causal relationship. I feel like maybe it's more of an elven thing, like you said. Like, the elves have this innate ability to travel between worlds, and maybe it was like, I don't know, like old, ancient engine technology like whatever was happening it fired off and all these gates opened up uh but i don't think it's i don't think it's canepo and i have one more suspicion that it, this is also kind of like a, a classic storytelling one that is going to go way back which is we are being presented with this as if count renalk and canepo are these you know horrendously evil uh people that are hunting down and killing elves and i think at some point we'll reveal like what the elves did, the elves did some terrible yeah. to Count Renalk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they must have done something. Well, he's known as, like, the Just... king of betrayal. So it's like, what did he do? Lord yeah. is, of is, betrayal. Does it all start and stop with him? Maybe. Yeah. But, like, my suspicion is, like, the elves did some shady shit that's You're... not in the record. How many of us think that Count Renalk is going to be elven? I think so. Oh, that's well, all we know, the only adjective I have applied to them, besides the, the Lord of Betrayal, is Exotic. Oh, mm. I have Lord of Betrayal, Exiled to the Shadow Plane. I should add Exotic. Hold on. <laughs> exotic. How, how many people think Count Renalk is the final boss of the Gatewalkers adventure? Mm. That's it's a red a little herring. early. That's a red herring. It's a little, a little early. early. It's, a, it's in, a three book, John. It is a three. Well, actually, yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe it is. Maybe maybe he is. I don't think so. I think it's book one. Maybe book one. You want to know what I think Count Renalk is dead. He was the former. He formerly ruled over Nighthold. Mm -hmm. He was exiled to Nighthold. To Nighthold. Oh, to here. Yes. Mm -hmm. And was and ruled Nighthold. But you think he's dead? Yeah, because the, the the I'll read the text I have and well, exiled from I'm, where? I think our world. I'm gonna read. This is what we learned with the with the quaking stacks. Uh, there was a small footnote in the volume of Pathfinder Chronicles about the first world. Uh, it was about what we learned. We first learned the name Nighthold is sh the shadowy realm of Nighthold, once ruled by the exotic exiled Count Renault. Oh. oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't rule it anymore. I know, but this is what he ruled. Where was yes. he exiled to? He was exiled. He was 
exiled to here. To here, ruled it. Ruled and it, and then now presumably died. That's how I read that sentence. Oh, wait, read the sentence. One I more read time. the sentence that he was ruling it, and then was exiled from. Yeah, Nightfall. read it one more time. All right, so the this is the a, a colorless forest located in the shadowy realm of Nighthold, once ruled by the exotic exiled Count Renal. Okay, yeah. So I he was that. exiled from somewhere else I, to here our plane to and there. once ruled it. That's what I, how I read it. All right, so he's a red maybe herring. Somebody else rules it. Interesting. I One, assume that Kanipo is now... Yeah, maybe he... Maybe he um, it's his son. Well, if he would have killed him, if it would have been like a, you know, fratricide sort of thing or something like that, mm. like, that would have been in the painting. Yeah, it was once ruled... Don't you think? The story of the life of Kanipo. By the Count, and then after the dimension fell apart. And what's her name S- describes this as the court of Kanipo. Captain Sal- Salah. Because Captain Salah, the court of Kanipo, which sort of implies it's his. almost a royal designation. Well, the stump could be his domain, his his castle. And yeah. the, this Nighthold could have it. We could, there could be a bigger castle somewhere. Yeah. There could be a bigger stump somewhere. I feel like we know so always much. Always a bigger stump. But I'm, <laughs> It's always a bigger stump. <laughs> and also, this whole... <laughs> We're going to need a bigger stump. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing also... Definitely reminds me of the plot of Baldur's Gate 2, which is, although kind of reversed, because this guy, like, doing these experiments on elves is sort of a reversal of yeah. what happens at Baldur's Gate 2. But uh, so that's, there may be some answers to be found. Ooh, the court of Om. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it answers some questions, kind of, but obviously uh, opens up more, asks more. Um, Should we, so to take us back to reality of where we are right now, yeah. Talitha, <laughs> <laughs> let me live in my fantasy world. <laughs> this is reality. It's correct. real. If I say it is, um, Asta and Talitha are looking at this painting together and to the North of us at the end of this long hallway where we've been looking at all these paintings is a door. Another door. And that's it. That's the only other way it seems to get. To move on in this weird tree stump that we're in. Or there's, no, there's two. The, there's two doors. There's also huh? another to the north by Brother Amius. The other room we were in, we chose. Oh, right, right, right. We went in. Sorry, my bad. There are two doors then. So then Asta turns to the group and she says, This has been enlightening and also terrifying. Is this. And she looks at Zephyr and points to the painting. That's lucky, right? You said you were there. I didn't get to see them. That's not you with a shadowy figure in the back? That's not me. I didn't get to see them too closely. Uh, yeah. Yep, but, that's our friend. I mean, Brother Ramius is going to obsessively look at this painting. Cause yeah, this is, is there, I'm this trying is to, horrible. Is there any uh, other check I can roll? Yeah, on? is there a check to see how old it is? Mm. Um, mm. An alchemy check? Yeah, who has a, a relevant skill? Crafting? Crafting. Um, I don't know if anyone has any... Art is art skills. I have crafting. No, not like art lore or anything nope. like that. I'll sniff. I'll sniff the paint. Yeah. Natural five. Uh, Thirteen. Mm. It's, it's very hard to tell, especially where it's moving. Well, what about like, what about a basic perception? These paintings are here. This painting is here. Does it look new, or or does it look exactly the same in terms of its? You know, frame or whatever. You know, does do things age at all, or are they all perception. identical? I mean, he's looking at the crafting, and it's you don't really notice anything. Uh, oh, that's good. That's a twenty-five. I don't know. What is that number? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Uh, it's a twenty-five. Um, 
Just it compared to the other paintings? Does it seem like newly hung? They seem like they were created at the same time. Okay. Can I take the paint? Is does does the painting move? Can I lift? Is it like a frame? You lift the painting off the wall. Can everybody get in the hallway if you're going to, uh, or get out of the hallway, one Matthew or the other? just, like, went to ignore me with his hand. No, no, no. I went to just wipe the stress away. Uh, well. I just, Asta grabs the paint. I just want to move it. Smashes I Smashes it over her legs. just wants to shift it I want to see bit. if I can look behind it, like. You grab the painting. Yes. Your hands. Mm-hmm. And you go to shift it, and you can take it right off the wall. It seems like it, hmm. it was placed on a hook. Okay, and I look at the back. It's just like a grand hook. Yeah, Rasta, what are you doing? I don't know how many galleries you've been in. in Never, no, it's life. That one. So huh. this is very strange to you, but this is interesting. Should we keep it? It's uh, put it back. I think seems like a magical painting. Is it still moving? Might be a problem. Is it still moving? Is it still moving? Yeah, it's still moving. Still repeating that sequence over. Very now. unnerving, and I hang it back up. It's a little crooked. Right. <laughs> There's a uh, scene in Twin Peaks, the first season, that I, I don't want to spoil if you've never seen it, but uh, in, in, in the, in the whole thing is like, who killed Laura Palmer, right? And so very early on, I think in the first episode, the mother goes up to the bedroom and realizes that uh, Laura Palmer's gone. And then she runs back down. And so, like, in the you know future episodes, she's constantly, like, reliving. You see the ceiling fan. You see her the running up the stairs, going into the bedroom. I'm getting chills just thinking about this. Because it was, <laughs> it was, like, one of the most remarkable things I'd ever seen at the time. And she's just reliving it. And one point, she's, like, drinking or, or she's thinking. And she's reliving it again. And it, like, scans through the bedroom. And you see something that... Oh, it's oh, been yeah. there the entire yeah. time that you didn't see. Yeah. And she just like starts screaming. And the actress that plays her is so interesting looking. And her oh. scream is so blood curdling and like grotesque. And you just. Yeah, she's, she's great. That's kind of what I, the feeling I get when you see Kanipo watching you. Because you were there yeah, yeah. at that scene. And you were thinking, you're probably reliving that scene. And now you're reliving that scene. And I'm like, there was someone watching. Have you seen Tar? No. Same thing. I know there's dream no. sequences in there, right? Or I don't want to say anything, but yeah. there's there's you should watch it, watch it more than once. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess is there a way to tell like? <laughs> I don't have time to watch it once. Yeah. <laughs> you know movies like times. that. I'm like that seems good, and so I just read the synopsis. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That's what I do with Tar. You, well, then you missed out on a considerable amount. I know. It's, like, I imagine. it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's very good. So there's two different doors now that go the same direction to the north. Um, Let's keep going this way. Let's keep going this way. Down the creepy hallway? I agree. I want to find what's past these paintings. Salitha will listen at the door. Uh, Okay. True tweener. Uh, 18. (laughs) Nothing. Joe and I were doing a little dance. We were dancing. We kept uh, hitting the same spot. Token token dance. (laughs) Uh, Asta is behind Talitha. Uh, Talitha. You can get in front of me. That way you have a cleaner shot. Yeah. I have my bow out. Talitha will open the door. Talitha opens the door. <laughs> you see a circular shaped chamber. Um, 
smaller than the one that you fought the centaur in, but maybe the same size as the one you fought the tooth fairy swarm. There are jars of pigment and canvases in the process of being stretched, uh, lining the walls of what looks like an artist's studio. <laughs> Uh, there is oh. nothing more evil. <laughs> An artist. Artist. An artist. Wait, it's true. Kanepo made the paintings? That's even worse. Yeah. There is an easel in the center of the room. Oh, great. Oh, it could have been the centaur lady. A, uh, <laughs> Wait, it's in the centaur of the room? It's in the centaur of the room. <laughs> no, not another room. There's oh. an easel balanced on top oh, of the centaur. Oh, no. <laughs> In the middle of the room. It's nude. I'm uh, there's an easel in the room, and there's obviously must be some sort of painting on it, but it's covered by a sheet. Um, now we get to find out if these are prophetic or not. This is a horror movie. This is this is so scary. This is definitely a horror. Yeah. The, the, in the western portion of the room, there's a bunch of like blankets on the floor. Oh, Looks like someone... Like the sleeping there, perhaps? There's, there's, a, there's our monster. They're not drop cloths. They're like, it's a bed. Yeah, the, the blankets are all piled up weirdly. Like, it doesn't look comfortable. And then there's another door uh, leading east. Portrait of Dorian Gray. Calling it right now. We gotta right. look at that painting. Are any of you stealthy? I am. I believe I am, too. Did um, the stealthy ones among us? Plus eight. Check, sneak a look at that painting. Oh, whoa, you're real stealthy. That's my whole thing. I'm only plus three. If anybody's stealthier, they I'm can. plus six. I can. All right. Um, so we want, we want to stealth and like just be careful. In case, yeah. Just so we can take a look at that painting before whoever it is wakes up. If there is, oh, we think someone's sleeping in the room. We think that pile of lumpy blankets oh. might be something bad. Perhaps stow your bow and sneak in. Just take a look at the painting. Oh, can I like watch the blankets for a second? Is it moving? No. <laughs> There's no time. There's no time. <laughs> I was gonna say, give me a perception check, but Joe said no. I'll take. I will do a perception check, okay. staying at the door at the blank. Go in there alone as quickly as possible. Natural, <laughs> natural seventeen twenty four. Watch the blankets. If there's something breathing under there, you don't see any movement. <gasps> All right. I'd like to sneak up and. Buckles, yeah, you have to be brave. I will. You going to come with me? Come with <laughs> He's already yourself. going. Oh my god! He's shaking We're as he walks. He's walking. He's walking. Okay, He's walking. So we both sneak in towards the painting. Oh my god! Uh, Brother Ramius will move up to the door next to Talitha. Okay, give me a uh, stealth checks. Dual stealth checks. Twenty-four for Buggles. Natural four. Oh. There we go. All right, so um, Buggles, you're very quiet. However, um, Zephyr, you. <laughs> As you're sneaking in the room, you kind of look towards Buggles and you kick a paint can. And the can just goes dur, 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 like all across the room and hits the back wall. Ding, 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 ding. Nothing happens. God, why are artists so messy? <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously not my fault. Fucking artists, man. Yeah. I put my bow Brother away. Brother from the doorways. Because they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> this party hates artists. Hate them. Some might consider you you a person who makes art for a living. You know, if you consider these podcasts. No, no, no. We mean like painters. Ah, yeah. We hate painters. Like visual artists. We, we are real them. artists. Yeah, real artists. Thespians. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, like, so I hope you're your a little bit from that. Hated saying that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I put my bow away, and we walk up to the painting, and I guess. We'll look together, Buckles? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
On the count of three. Okay. One, two. Counting very fast. Three. <laughs> Just grab the sheet and pull it down. We'll see you right after this break. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty! (laughs) I am pumped to once again thank NordVPN for sponsoring the GCP. NordVPN is the only VPN that I use, and it's just awesome that they sponsor us. You should give it a shot if you haven't before. Not only... For the financial benefits you can see from saving money on flights and hotels, uh, from purchasing from a different virtual location, but also because there's just flat out entertainment value to being able to change your virtual location. So this just came up recently. My wife wanted to check out a reality show that was Australian and it was not available in the U.S. And I was like, hold on for literally three seconds. And I think that I can get us squared away to watch this show right now. Sure enough, one click of a button and our device, boom, was in Australia. I know this makes me sound like an old, old man, but it is seriously like magic to me. It just it makes me grin ear to ear. At the drop of a hat, this show that was not available in the U.S. was just streaming in our living room, all thanks to NordVPN. And that's, of course, like the fun and entertaining benefits you get with the NordVPN app. But there's also the cybersecurity that comes from using it as well. I have never felt safer or more protected from a cyber perspective than I do when I'm using NordVPN's threat protection feature. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash GCP. Our link will give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support your old pals at the GCP. The link is in the episode description box. Go check it out. Sheet hits the floor, and you see a half-finished painting. Um, It is uh, depicting the same figure you now assume to be Kanipo the Slim, uh, sitting on a leafy wooden throne. All of the colors aren't in yet, though, so it's like half-drawn, some sketched, um, but moving like the other images animated so like sometimes the colors rush in but still don't like fully fill in the image at the feet of this figure are sketched in forms of elves writhing in agony and dying at the feet of this fey creature and they're just like it's all it's moving slowly but they're sketched in this very little color color except for that of blood uh, the kind of running in rivulets between this mound of bodies but the magics that animate these uh, drawings start to change the sketch the first thing that you see is among these elves dying at its feet other races, other ancestries begin to emerge uh, joining the carnage dead humans writhing in agony, dead dwarves dead gnomes all manner of creatures not just elves 
But you also notice that this fey figure is changing as well. Not quite aging, per se, as in, like, from the first picture to the tenth picture. Every time you saw it, it never quite changed. But almost as if it's expiring. Oh, that's what it's searching for. And it disappears from the throne and a new figure is being sketched in to replace it. But the sketch ends before you can see who or what is replacing the figure in the throne. And you would think this is probably the next picture to be placed. Was there room for this picture in the gallery? He's still so trying he's to looking find for a successor. Worthy. But on the throne is Kanipo. Yeah, the same figure that you assume is Kanipo in all those other pictures. Looking for a successor, or is he going to kind of, like a phoenix, rise again? Right, like form? elven longevity? Like there Yeah, are... maybe that's why he was tracking down these elves. He's looking for the secret of... Or, but the worthy, like the finding someone. Who's worthy? Worthy to replace him as yeah. he expires. So weird. But did this already happen? Or is this. It's changing. I don't think it's happened yet. This is what the future would be. Like, not only elves, but all these other races. Like, if he's able well, to. Well, the sketched in figure has not been sketched in yet. It right. could be Talitha. Well, probably is. Probably. If you think about how he was born, he was born fully formed. So, I guess with Kanipo expiring, there's like something there where he needs to find someone worthy to like transform and that was what we saw being born it was whoever Kanipa was before being reformed oh into Kanipa so it could have been could have been a person no she's saying like it could have been a person but then they were changed into like this shadowy faith creature that's interesting is there a fight in the room <laughs> no, as in, is there any immediate danger that, that there's blood that, on the floor? They notice? I think that's paint. Oh, um, <laughs> that's red. Paint. Lick it. Nothing has uh, emerged to attack them. All right, is going Brother to walk in the room. Slowly walk in, and Salitha wants to examine the blankets and search them, make sure there's no one in there. Okay, um, give me a perception check. You start pulling through, and you don't see anything. Natural one. I want to look at the paint. Um, because I, w- I pull all the blankets up just in case there's anything underneath. Um, all right. Uh, give me a perception check there, Kate. Because the pictures are moving. And... Natural one. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dude, last episode, this episode, when is it going to be my time? <laughs> no. I hate this feeling. It's awful. It's awful. Uh... <laughs> is it gonna be my time? <laughs> um, well, if everybody's gonna examine that stuff, Brother Ramius is gonna move to the other side of the room, to the door on the eastern side. Mm-hmm. And he's just gonna get near it. He's looking back at everybody. They're all working on stuff, and he's just gonna like listen at that door just to make sure nothing is on the other side of it or might come in after us. Uh, so, quick perception on that uh, 18. Nothing. Right. And he's watching everybody else. Is there anything else in the room that doesn't seem to fit? Like it's an artist studio, but like there's a lot of a lot of paint.
painting supplies that seem pretty ordinary. Um, I'll do a... I'm going to help Talitha. I'm going to walk over and also just look around that area, do a perception. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. Natural three. <laughs> and you failed another silent one off camera, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I heard you roll a four. I rolled times. a four. And then I switched die, and I was like, now I'll say no. I'm going to do no, a perception. So us is all over I like the to check. I like to check my dies and see which ones are hot. None yeah, of them. None of them are hot. Um, all right. I guess there's nothing here. I also kick the blankets. Yeah, I mean, I, I pull up the blanket. Yeah, yeah pull them up. I trip a little. What about the painting? I don't understand art. What about the painting? What about it? Buggles? It's unfinished. Have you touched it? I like it. No, just the blanket. <laughs> Should like it. Buggles, what's your criticisms of it? Do you have any thoughts? Well, it has, it's sort of claustrophobic, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the frame is like a prison for the figure within. I never would have thought of that. No frame. <laughs> Composition, really, drawing us up from the dead, writhing bodies of the elves <laughs> toward Kanipo. Yes, the, it, 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 the, the eyes are drawn up towards this figure. That's but it doesn't follow the golden ratio, which really speaks to the artist's knowledge. It's oh, subverting the, subverting, the idea. Subverting yes. the goal. Oh, yes, he's, they're, they're flattening the planes in such a way. Oh. As I think we should steal it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I take it. Brother Amius is looking closely at all the figures in the bottom. Uh, I know it's probably very small, but does he recognize any figures in the bottom that are writhing in pain? Anyone we know, or any of us, or anything oh. like that? He's like looking really close. At, when you look really close at a painting, it's always weird. It's like there's nothing there. Right. Right? But I'm curious. Yeah, you start staring, and you're taken back to the abbey. And just seeing people at the bottom of the stairs reaching up towards you, their faces melting back at, back at the painting. Seeing that same figure, but not anyone you know. Shall we move? Keep moving? Hold on. Asa's got a giant painting. She's stoked. Hold on. Katana. How big is a painting? <laughs> it's like... Uh, you have to carry it like You're this. making it too this big for big. me to take it. It's a big painting. You're making it too person. big. I just, if you want to carry it, it's two hands. I'm going to pull, <laughs> I'm going to pull it off the framework. Okay. Just the canvas. Ah. And roll it up and put it in my, my belt. Ah. I was going to see if we could add paint to it, but you know what? Let's just take it with us. I like okay. that. All right. Talitha will listen at the door. Matthew will change dice. Okay. Brother Ramis was at the door. <laughs> really listening. Didn't hear anything. Talitha, you... Talitha, you can't listen with the magnifying glass. <laughs> You're right. You try. Talitha puts the magnifying glass. Hands up for the magnifying glass. Oh, jeez. The coast is large. Um, all right. <laughs> the, coast, the coast is close. The coast. Have you been listening this whole time with just perception? Yeah. I haven't listened what yet. What do you listen with? I haven't listened yet. I listen with the cultism. Oh, my. <laughs> what you rocking with, Kate? God. The rage that fills my tiny body. <laughs> Almost knows no bound. <laughs> Natural two. Oh my goodness. What is I wrong mean, with get him out. Can we? I we are, I pull back the curtain. We're scheduled to record another episode later. Can we not? Can we not? <laughs> Wait, we I'll, should do this. Imagine you're listening day. and you like fall on the door. And I'll <laughs> listen too. Here we go. Did you roll your tiny die? 21. Yeah, I rolled my okay. teeny tiny Norse Foundry pixie die. Slightly breaded. Slightly breaded? Slightly better. Slightly breaded? Slightly breaded. Slightly breaded. Sounds like a bakery in there. Sounds like a egg palm sandwich. Egg palm <laughs> sandwich. First thing you notice is the door is slightly breaded. Oh. Oof. But no, you rolled slightly better than Brother Ramius's 18. 
combined brother and better. Uh, <laughs> have another roll, Bredder boy. <laughs> another roll, Bredder door. Uh, nothing. You don't hear anything. Okay, let's go. Coast is safe, clear, Après-vous. and tasty. Who goes? Who opens? Uh, Asta will open the door. My bow is away. Asta, you. Her bow <laughs> is away. It's funny, Buckles. I've never heard that. Asta, you. This is an interesting little room. You see ladders connecting the floor of this two-story... It's a library. Library. Oh! Ooh. That's what those little uh, Do they slide? Are. Oh, I love a, I love I a love slide. They do up. slide. There's three separate balconies awesome. above, and you see books. Brother Ramius, you're going to love this room. Scattered pages crammed every which way. Is that books? Into the shelves and the stacks that are carved directly from the trunk of the tree. Um, oh, that sounds great. There is a chandelier Buildings? up above. <laughs> <laughs> chandelier up above that has like fireflies in it, lighting the room. Oh. And uh, it's a domed ceiling about 30 feet high. And including the door you're walking into, there are uh, several other doors. Uh, leading out two to the east, one to the west, the way you came in, and another one to the south. Which would presumably lead back to the dining hall where we fought the centaur, right? You would think that that would lead to that, uh, you had an option to go north or south. Yeah, you would think that probably does that. This is incredible. Let's park here for a day and do some reading, eh, Brother Ramius? Seriously, this would be far better than paintings. As Asta steps... To answer the questions we have... Right there... A creature jumps out. From behind. We were gonna read. Why were you? We're actually going rogue in this room too. Like I climbed up one of the ladders. Popping all around. That's a great place to be shooting down from. Asta legitimately was looking for like gilded book covers, just like walking along the wall, just not listening to anybody. Make a cup of tea, sit down in the stacks, read some stuff. Oh, I'm sorry that I walked into the room to make space for my party <laughs> in this narrow library entrance. You're right, there's plenty of space between you and all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it is really close quarters here with the way the shelves it are and the quarters. way the room is shaped. As you come around the corner, a creature that no doubt heard that can being kicked across the room, hiding behind one of the shelves, jumps out directly at you. It is an insectoid Ooh. looking Whoa. creature. Has a multicolored carapace that seems to have like uh, multicolored runes all over it. Oh. It has two sets of arms, two long arms that hang from its shoulders, and two smaller arms jutting from its abdomen. Oh. It's over seven feet tall. Oh, wait a minute. It's a rune bug. It, could that be the ones from in that? In uh... Whoa, it just got bright could in that here. Could that be that alien? And it looks like. What alien? This this uh, ancestry it seems is in Starfinder. This. Oh. No, it's oh no. no. Oh my. Oh my god! Goodness. It's got a big thorax. There's a lot going on. Roll what? for initiative. It's gorgeous. Wow, so many colors. And it glows. It's a huge multicolored. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As insectoid with four arms. As it comes from around the corner, its glow fills the room. It wow. looks. Yeah, the runes. It's got like all these. Colorful neon runes all over its body. I like its. I like its pose. It's like, ta-da! Yeah, <laughs> I've arrived. Surprise! <laughs> um. All right. Let's talk initiative, brother Ramius. 
27. 27 for Ramius. Very good. Very good. Talitha. 24. 24. Nice, Talitha. Nice. Also good. Buggles? 21. 21. Okay. And Zephyr? Seven. Sheepers. <laughs> wow. Bolus Zephyr rolls a seven. And <laughs> Asta. 21 as well. 21. Uh, it won't surprise you that I rolled a 29. I rolled oh, higher than all of you. 30, 20, 30, <laughs> you have to be kidding me. I mean, I u- literally use the automatic roller to set these initiatives. Um, all right, so. What's this thing's perception? It's very high. Um. That was rolled really well. Of course it is. All right, so here's what happens. That helps. This thing comes out, and uh, you all are... How close are you to this thing? Let's see. Buggles is obviously the furthest away, 25 feet. All right, so what it's going to do is it's going to uh, take a step right uh, south of Asta, so like a step to avoid uh, any attacks of opportunity and then it does a two action wait you just did a step that would could that would make me do an attack of opportunity the jump out was the uh that wasn't a move that was like pre-combat it came out into so, your thing okay. and now we've started combat you don't have aos anyway do you i know but i'm just saying what you said was wrong the principle. Well, no, what's, a step does not provoke step an attack of opportunity. My question was: There's nothing that does provoke an attack of opportunity, or that has an attack of opportunity around it. So I was yeah, I didn't. I don't know what. Her oh, attack oh, oh. Got it. Got it. Got situation. it. And then uh, it, uh, all of these runes, these bioluminescent runes on its body, uh, start to flare with intense, colorful light, and then it's just like a, like a photograph, just. Poof, Comes out at all oh. of you. Uh, everyone roll a fortitude save. I was wondering Wait, if it was well, I'm behind a bookshelf. Us. I have no line of sight or line of effect to this creature. I'm directly behind a bookshelf. So if you're telling me uh, it yeah, can hit I, me with something visual, then like. It would be everyone but Brother Ramius. Oh, well. Yeah. Based on the where everyone's in the room. Not great. So it's like, what do I see? Just like a multicolored, like you see this thing, like all yeah, around. It, it goes around the bookshelf on all sides, and you just notice all of them kind of wince. Okay. Uh, what did you roll, Talitha? Fifteen. Fifteen. Zephyr. Twenty-seven. You oh, were due. Natural there twenty she is. You were due. Okay. Uh, Asta. Twenty-four. Twenty-four and buckles. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. The three of you. What did you roll again? 15, 14. The three of you are dazzled for one round. But I crit on it. Oh, you rolled a nat 20? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Then you're unaffected. The two of you are dazzled for one round. You're dazzled for one minute. Oh. Let's talk about dazzled. Your eyes are overstimulated or your vision is swimming. If vision is your only precise sense, it is, all creatures (laughs) and objects are concealed from you. So any attacks, uh, you're going to have to do DC 5 flat check when trying to attack this creature. For you guys, it'll just be around for you. Presumably the the entire combat. Uh, That is the end of its turn. And now it goes to Brother Ramius. So, Brother Ramius, you see this burst of light and everybody kind of wincing. It looks like uh, Asta and Buggles are out of it, and Talitha looks completely gone. Uh, Okay. Um, All right. Brother Ramius then is going to try to even the score here. He is going to step up uh, to kind of get a look at what did that and is able to see this 
insectoid creature, uh, seven feet tall, definitely some threat there. Um, yeah, and he's just going to be like, uh, Hi. Yeah, I'm going to do it. He's like, hey, <laughs> don't do that to my friend. I'm Brother Amos. Um, no, he'll be like, there's another kind of light that can help us. And he will cast Bless on everyone. Oh, nice. <sighs> and a new light uh, emanates from him uh, all around. So uh, all of you can get a plus, you get a plus one to attack rolls. So uh, hopefully that will offset the dazzled. Fantastic. Nice. Okay, plus one to attack rolls. Is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. Move, move to action, John. Less. Talitha, it is your turn. Okay, Talitha is trying to, her, like, her vision is all whited out, but she's going to try to devise a stratagem. Mm. Um, <laughs> and instead... <laughs> oh, <laughs> runs back into the artist student. <laughs> no, she will, she'll take her free knowledge check on this creature. Okay. What should I roll? Uh, that would be... Mm, interesting. Uh, I believe it's a cult. Oh, oh good. Great. Uh, 21. Okay. <laughs> this is a creature known as a Dejiriac. It is a creature native to the Plane of Shadows, um, where their colorful nature is in opposition to the realm's overwhelmingly monochromatic palette. <laughs> Did you just come up with that, or are you reading right off the something? top of my head? Yeah. <laughs> Balls I memorized my lines. Um, monochromatic palette. Monochromatic palette. Uh, yeah, in terms no of powers and abilities, um, that uh, glow ability that it did, the good news is that it can usually only do those... Uh, uh, the, the, that dazzling burst, it can only do um, once a day. So, like... Now you feel like you're out of that. Um, however, it does have the ability to pretty quickly attack, so it can like uh, use its hands. Basically, uh, in terms of the meta of the game, it can use one action to do multiple attacks. So it's a multi-attack. Yeah, because it has four arms, um, and it speaks mainly through telepathy. Interesting. It does not want to uh, deign to do anything to its beautiful vocal cords by actually wow. speaking. I mean, maybe we found our, our artist. Uh, yeah, that was the color. The color. Uh. All right, I was thinking. I, I I wondered if it was going to be the librarian, but artist probably is right. All right, Talitha is going to attack because I got the bless, and I also can move into flanking position. Okay. So Talitha will hustle around the stacks and get into flanking position with Asta. Nice. Um, flank and, it. Flank it. Uh, and that will be. I get a plus one from the bless. Uh, a nineteen to hit. Okay. Right and you here. also have the concealed. So now you do the flat check. DC fizzle. Seven. So okay. okay. So 19 to hit this Dejiriac. Flat-footed. Off guard. Off guard. Off guard. Off guard. Excuse me. Is a hit. Yeah! Oh, huge. Huge. Okay. Wait, you didn't roll to hit, did you? No, I used the... You used, used your the, other roll. Great. I used the 11. Um, okay, and now I get to do an extra 1d6 for the strategic strike <laughs> as well. <laughs> Let's murder this thing we never talked to. <laughs> <laughs> Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. It does not cry out in pain. Okay. It's hurt. There's okay. a cry out. <laughs> I was like, There's what a cry does that mean? Is it just really tough, or did we do nothing? <laughs> it winces, but it doesn't want to... Speak. There's a cry out telepathically. Yeah, you all hear, ow! <laughs> you son of a bitch in your head. <laughs> uh, all right, Talitha, that is your turn. Yeah, my turn. It is now Buggles' turn. Buggles, you are dazzled. Buggles is dazzled. And dazzling. If you're and dazzling. dazzling. Thank you. Buggles is, he is going to run around 
the the stacks as well. Um, and I forget how to do that. There we go. And he, yes, he is dazzled, as you can see on our lovely Foundry VTT. <laughs> <laughs> and he is going to boom, run around a corner. Is he's got these spots in his eyes, these artifacts, and he snaps his fingers uh, to enact ignition. Right. Oh, it's the remix to ignition. That is a <laughs> twenty-one to hit. That is a hit. No, <laughs> things getting lit. Hot and fresh out the kitchen. Uh, nice. Seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. A little bit of Roy Mustang for you. Pow! <laughs> How? And what kind of damage is that? Cold? Fire. Fire. Uh, it's, it's runes. It's colorful runes looking pain. And it now is Asta's turn. Asta, you're dazzled as well. Okay. I am dazzled, but I think the best thing I should do is just do... And I did. Sorry, I rolled a flat check, and I succeeded. Thank you. forgot to say. Uh, I'm going to do three attacks. I'm just going to swing. I got my katana out. Might as well. Just got to roll higher than a five for each attack. I'm going to roll with my and little... Then... My little die is rolling really well. I love this little Norse foundry die. I think as you can just say whatever number yeah, you want. Yeah, you can't so read no it. can read it. Uh, 18 flat check. I roll first, right? Yep. Okay, 18 flat check. And then to hit with my katana, first swing... That's going to be... Off guard, lowered AC. Oh, yeah, it's got the lowered AC. That's going to be 21. That is a hit. Nice. All right. Surround this thing and attack it. Are you rolling a D10? Yeah, hold on. D10. D10, two-handed. That's a 12. You have a tiny, illegible... (laughs) (laughs) I actually do. I actually do. I'm not doing that. It's too hard to read on the smaller ones. Uh, So that's going to be... Six and then plus four. Four, thank you. Yep. So that's going to be nine. Ten. 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 All right. <laughs> that's that's not no. right. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Very common drop. I like, like six plus four. <laughs> so nine. <laughs> I like I, we all give you a second to be like, was there a penalty? <laughs> You're learning math like an AI would learn. There's a minus one in there, and we didn't tell I'm it. learning like, math like, chat, like somewhere around chat the GPT. Nine? Yeah. nine? Like, no. Ten? <laughs> it was yes. slow enough ten? for you to get to ten. That's what it is. <laughs> but, really trigonometry. This four. Is. But you have to understand, the drop nine. is too good <laughs> for me not to do bad math. She has to. I have to have the drop. You have to, so you She's, did it on purpose. You knew the right answer. Yeah. She Obviously. is ceasing any oh. attempts to be better at math. It's part of the performance. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to. I even have a calculator here. I'm not using that. No, right. <laughs> no need. Do you want to attack again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you took the 10 points of damage. I did take the 10 points. And of what damage. is your map on this? Is it minus five? My map on this is With minus With a katana, or do you get a little minus four action? No? Minus no, it's five. minus five, yeah. Damn it. Katana's not special. Dang. Uh, nine, ten. Nine to hit. <laughs> it's probably. Yeah. <laughs> and then third. Oh, do I? That's a good question. Do Would I you roll another six plus four? <laughs> <laughs> do I have to roll a flat, a flat check for each hit? You do, yeah. Oh. Well, that one would have been a mess. So that's, oh, okay, so this will be the flat check for the yeah. third hit. God, I love this small. I'm going to take that die and crush it. Seventeen. It looks like you're rolling a piece of lint. Right, like, so so you made the. Why are you doing that? It's like the bone in that sketch. Hello. Hello. Um, Seventeen flat check for the third. Okay. Swing. 
Now minus 25. Oh my gosh. That's a 19 uh, minus 2, uh, 17. Minus 10. No, that's minus two. Minus two. Net minus two. Oh, net minus two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 17. 17. Uh, with, the, with the off guard, that is a hit. Yeah. Let's go. That's incredible. The rare third attack. I can't wow. believe that. Yeah. Strike. Wow. Missed on the second, hit on the third. Very low damage. Uh, seven points of damage. Seven points of damage, but you uh, you were able to hit it twice. Wow, that's incredible. Way yeah. more than I thought you would. Uh, we finished out the round with Zephyr. How high up am I up here? I'm 15 feet away from it, like... Oh, so you actually climbed up the ladder. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, 20 feet up. Okay. Yeah, there's still 10 more feet between you and the ceiling. Well, in that All right, case. so you do not have bless. I don't? No. Oh, It doesn't okay. reach quite that far yet. Is that a burst effect or it's an aura? It's a burst. It's around Brother Ramius. I, I had it, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're within range, but if she's 20 feet up and 10 feet over. Gotcha. Not quite. Um. All right. So Beautiful map, maybe, isn't it? But I hate getting into that. Ooh, Pythagorean theorem math. I'm just assuming that those Square numbers... Square root of 625. Are you doing it? Yeah. I mean, oh, you yeah. are... 25 feet. Oh, yeah. 25, 25 feet. Oh. Yeah. Mm, I did it first. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> you just did the Pythagoras uh, angle, the length of the other line. It's like a savant thing. In your she head. She can't do simple yeah. math, but she, yeah. you, should, like, you should call him Mr. Like that. You should call him Mr. Theorem. I'm on a first name basis. <laughs> If you notice, I put a, there's a thing above your character now that says plus 20 feet to show the right, nice. Oh, dope. So That's awesome. Helpful. If the diagonal... Currently, she's flying in the center of the room, though. Is that supposed to I just moved her back, yeah. <laughs> if diagonal is still 25 feet, that's still within my volley, so I would get a negative if I try to do um, my longbow. So my okay. second option was the option of cool, mm-hmm. which is... Backflip out- off the back. I want to jump off the <laughs> yeah, yeah. From onto this creature. Onto on the, the creature. And like, pow! Little jumping punch. So maybe like jump to the square next to it. <laughs> Let's take what was really cool <laughs> and make it slightly less cool. Why don't you want so me to that jump we can onto play the by creature? The- <laughs> well, you could... If she could jump onto the creature, you'd have to jump and make a grapple check. Yeah, if that's the goal. Is the goal grapple or is the goal punch? Mm, I've never tried to grapple before, but I feel like I have she a She can flavor land on the creature. What do you want to do? I feel like she I told, have She said what she wants to do. Why do you want to do? What do you want to do? If I try to grapple something with four hands, I feel like that would be good for everyone. You know? Because it would prevent you from making lots of attacks in one round. Wouldn't pre- it would just give a slight penalty. All right. And its escape is probably amazing. Second coolest thing, I'm going to leap to the square that everyone said to leap That's to. That's so badass, though. Uh, You're jumping 20 feet over a bookshelf. You just, should, like, land down next le- to it. Leapfrog I'm going to try to do one of those landings down. where you roll land a bit. Okay, great. I'm just looking up. Uh, parkour up over the top of the bookshelf, flip, and land right below and just punch him in the carapacy face. Yes. Yeah. Flying spin kick. Oh. Kick him in the, the kick thorax. Him in the yeah. Kick him in the butt. Yeah. yeah, that big butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Your no. butt is so big and fat. <laughs> I'm going to demoralize. I want to kick it. <laughs> By the way, I, I was spelling Kanipo completely differently. Oh, wait. How do we spell it? Well, it's up here. You can see on the map. It's Kanipo's court. Oh, yeah. that's, oh how, wow. that's how I've been spelling it. I've been spelling oh, I spelled it. K-N-P-O. And it's also not Kanepo if that's how it's spelled. Yeah, I kept yeah, saying, saying Kanepo. And- yeah, so every time you said Kanepo, it was like a little dagger. Kanipo. Kanipo. Um, I'm trying to find the rule for like jumping and landing and softening your fall because you take 
like Watch half damage. half the distance. You I have You ignore fall. the first ten feet. She has catfall. If you successfully. Oh. That's my feet. Or at least that's what it was in money. And what does Catfall do? You don't take. You take less damage. Luckily, Lucky had that. Catfall. Um, I treat falls ten feet shorter. If I'm an expert acrobat. Wow, and you already get the first ten feet for free, essentially. So you. She's fine. Yeah. So you land. So what did you decide? You grappling or punching? Punching. Punching. All right. So you leap down, no problem. Land there. Don't take any damage, and then just punch. And you know what? Cool. Give yourself a plus one from the sort of uh, momentum momentum from jumping up high. That's cool. Oh, and and a plus one from bless. Because now you yeah. are in the ring. Oh, right. Oh, it's cool. So oh, you're so right. like into that. Fired as you come that's into the aura. Yeah. So that stays. Oh, my God. That aura <laughs> stays out there. What's that? That aura stays out there. Yeah. It's not it's, just like a one shot. No, I mean, it's, it's that last was my one question. I, that was what I was asking if it was a burst effect or an aura effect. And it is, I guess, an aura effect. It stays active. It comes off of me. That's cool. However, right, so I am. Um, all right. Flurry of blows oh, with my Oh, yes, fists. yes, yes. If you uh, step out of the range, you lose it. Yeah. You step into the range, you have it. Yes. Gotcha. Sorry, action, I didn't understand your question. Super cool jump down into the scene. Whoa. And everyone's like, wow, Zephyr's so cool. <laughs> um, and then second action, flurry of blows wow. with my fists. Okay. Yeah, I got my plus two. What? Better if, like, we say that. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. That was that was you guys saying that. Yeah, she's... She said we I said, said it. it no, I, under, I understand. The, I don't know. The, what what the, do you understand? I, I understand, understand the gamut. I'm just saying. It sounded just like Talitha. She's the GM. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a plus one to each attack. Bow. Momentum. Oh, no. Okay, no. no. Okay, Stamus. No. You Stamus right out of here. Did you nat one on this cool attack? I did. Oh, oh no. no. Oh. Could have been a two. Even a three. <laughs> That is how numbers are. Oh, oh, oh. Even a <laughs> Are we going to the fan fum bone? We have oh, are we? Yeah. Must we? You're a named character, but you're a roll away from oh, losing your name. Oh. Oh, we'll take it away. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Oh my god, this is amazing! Who in the John am I? No. This is from Sean in St. Louis, Missouri. John from St. Louis. Sean. Sean from St. Louis. In an, in an impressive attempt to hit your enemy, you accidentally hit your own head on a bookshelf. No. Is this no, 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 this no, is no, staggering no. detail. Impression. <laughs> uh, you hit your head like the true hero you were meant to be. Your attack misses. Roll a will save. Now, this would be against the creature's class D. C. C. If, oh, it would be the DC of whatever that effect the dazzle. So I successfully C- landed C- my jump, but maybe I'm just like off balance from it, a little dizzy, and I just whack as I try to slam punch, your head into something. Whack yep. my head into something. Um, um that's twelve. It's a fail. Oh, Not yeah. a critical fail. Not a critical fail. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. no. Confused for one round. Oh, oh my god! No. She's going to start punching her. She's going to start yeah. punching her. Friends. Does that start right now? Yeah, uh, it's up to Troy. Confused yeah. for one round. Yeah, because you come down, and that's what happens. You like you hit your head, and you get lose sight of who's who. And you miss that punch, but you were flurry of blows. So that second punch is a confused. So and punch. all that is is pure random. So uh, oh gosh, we and just, we're all so close because yep. we're flanking. So, so I you hit got my head. brother Ramius, Asta, the enemy, Talitha, and not Buggles. So it's four four people. You're so also flat footed. 
I overshoot it, hit my head, and now I'm still going in for the second punch. You're rocky, though. You're like, well, but it's going you? everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd yeah. you go? Adrian! <laughs> I don't think he was ever what punching you Adrian. Adrian. <laughs> for? Where'd you stay where I can You know, I wouldn't put it past it. Adrian! Adrian! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Roll a D4, and if it's a four, it's the enemy. Well, let's, we should roll the hit first, and then I'll roll to see who it, who it attacks. Okay. Watch this be a nat 20. Two gods. <laughs> nope, natural four there we with go. my map. That's going Sweet. to be Well, unless it was the eight. enemy. Is uh, the map even with Floyer Blows? Yeah, it's the same. Okay. The, the Floyd Bows isn't. All right, so that wouldn't have hit anybody. All right, so. Uh, She's flailing around right now. You got one more attack. Oh boy. Um, I mean, I'm just. If I'm confused, I don't need you to. Use all your actions. You use all your actions, all your actions to, to strike. To so. strike, then I guess I just go to punch again at my worst map, which is a plus zero. Yeah, so we'll see. If you hit, then I'll tell you who you hit. Seven. Seven. All right, so you get down there just. Ah, <laughs> at least I roll low also when it matters. Actually, yeah, that, was, that worked out really well. The best fumble best you could have gotten. Uh, all right, so it looked really cool until it didn't. And now. It is the creature's turn. Top around two. Crap. Uh, okay. All right. Sees a confused uh, elf, half elf, uh, and then you've got basically Buggles would no longer be dazzled. Asta would no longer be dazzled, but Talitha is dazzled. One looks, minute looks and uh, is going to attack Talitha. <gasps> And so Talitha is going to use this thing called Double Claw. So I use two strikes for the price of one, and the damage is stacked uh, if they both hit. So it would overcome any resistances you had. Um, Choice on you. I don't have any. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Does it suffer the map? Waste of a turn. It's only the map doesn't happen until after, and then so it yeah. counts it's as two slice. attacks. Yeah. It's like double slice. Tw- double slice one action or two actions? It's two actions. It's, it's two actions. But this is one action. Yeah, this is one action. So I, I looked, actually looked up double slice when I was looking at this. That was lucky. I don't know about that feat anymore. All right, she's so. Dead she's me. dead to me. It's a 25 and a 28. Oh. Oh. That's oh. a, oh. a hit and a crit. Oh, no. Oh, no. And no. all this damage will be stacked together. No. Oh, no. It is a named character. No. Oh, my. This is why I'm telling you. There's no penalties to AC from the gun. So that's just, you just, yeah, just roll well. It just rolls really well, yeah. I wish it was only if we knew its name, because we never ask any characters their names. <laughs> Norse found each Troy dice, probably not available. Only They're very one, popular. Only one hit is a critical, though. So I'm not reading this crit, and then you're not doubling all of the damage, like from the I'm first hit, I'm doubling the crit damage, right. and then just adding the it to damage, the base okay. damage, which, by the way, starts with a D10. <sighs> Boy. All right. Christian from Copenhagen. Ah! Hi, Christian. Is that how you pronounce it? Are you sure? That's one of the happiest countries in the world, Denmark. That's true. (laughs) On on the happiness index, it always ranks near or at the top. Wow. (laughs) And he's about to make us miserable. Oh, my God. All right. This is Christian from Copenhagen. You know, I learned something today. Hi, Christian. During your perfect strike, you notice an extremely interesting detail in your enemy's reaction. This detail is so remarkable, unique, and mind-bending that words cannot explain its former function. If you are a player, double damage, and you get a bottle cap. (laughs) If you are the GM, double damage, and you get plus two on attack rolls against your target for the remainder of the combat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're probably going going down. I'm going down You're going down from the damage alone. But thank you, Christian. Thank thank you. Christian. Really cool you know, he really did. You know, I learned something. I wonder if it's Christian Erickson. He did make us. We used to play uh, 
for Tottenham. For Tottenham? Yeah. Probably. Oh. Probably. From a also country of Danish. such happiness, that was such an evil thing to do. I it know. was nice to the player, though. He thought. He thought ahead. Yeah. But it was it unfortunately... It would have been really happy with it. It was not helpful. So. Let's right. ease down on the jovial banter <laughs> because something horrible is yeah, about to happen to our friend. I rolled max damage. Oh, crit. come on! Max damage on the crit. Since it's all combined into one piece of damage, it's 35 points of damage. I go down. Okay. Oh, don't <laughs> down. In one pop, just shazam, these two little claws come out. Oh. And Talitha goes down. I'm just going to put the, um, where is it? Uh, dying. There. Oh, man. Dying animation is over. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Oh. I'm going to, I want to do this. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to use my, uh, my awakening, my, uh. I, oh. As a reaction, oh. I can I can flicker. My body will flicker onto the ethereal. Plane. Yes, have oh. you done this? Yes. Yet? Oh, sweet. So uh, <laughs> all I do is become become concealed for one round. So it's probably not going to matter. But there's a twenty percent chance oh. you'll, miss, you'll miss one of those attacks. This is cool. Uh, Fourteen, and the, for the and crit. Nat twenty. <laughs> nat twenty on the crit. Oh, well, now you have to roll a flat check. Yeah. DC five. Oh, to see if you have a, uh, a a whiplash mishap. Six. Ooh. Mishap or whatever it's called. Yeah. Ooh. All right. It's not a. I can't. I can never remember the name of that thing. I a, a backlash or a ba- backlash. I think it's backlash. Yeah. All right. So my deviant ability. Zephyr comes down, bangs her head. Zephyr's confused. You realize Zephyr could start punching anybody. Talitha already dazzled now goes down, dying two. Dying because that two. came from a crit. Oh boy. Uh, and it still has two actions left. On the plus oh. side, I don't think I'm, I'm. I don't think I'm dazzled anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Knock the dazzle, Knock the dazzle right out of you. All right. So now, my goodness, I'm like. I was going to do something real fun on the next turn. I, too. I don't. I believe you. I was going to um, slap the back of Zephyr's head to give her a chance to roll the flat check to get out of the confusion. All right. So now the drawback of <laughs> using this is like that counts as two attacks for my multiple attack penalty. So now this would be at my third map for any attacks after so this. So you're negative ten, right? Or negative eight, depending on the creature's agility. And I will take uh, that attack against Asta for my second action. Asta. Very low chance to hit. Pretty good roll though. Seventeen to hit Asta. Doesn't hit. Okay. Nice Asta. Hero. Uh, Solid. And then, uh, all right, so I've got one more action here. I will uh, step right behind Asta just to create a little more distance, make it a little harder for Brother Ramius to target it. Uh, Buggles probably still has a pretty clean shot, um, but uh, gets away from any confused attacks from Zephyr. And now it is Brother Ramius's turn. How great are these tokens? Oh, they're so cool. So great. All these effects, too. Like, Talitha just looks insane. And you get a click on, you guys can't see this, but like, what Talitha sees is just everything is in black and white and everything is a pool. Oh, because she's down. She's in color, yeah. Uh, So, know who the enemy is. That's cool. Really really cool. Extremely cool. Uh, All right. Oh, no. I forgot about Zephyr. But you know what? Talitha needs you. I'm going to play this like I don't really understand uh, Zephyr's situation right now. So, uh, Ramius, is it possible to the south of Brother Ramius, at the bottom of this Jonski? Actually, it doesn't matter. I can go around uh, Asta. All right. He's going to be, he's going to move past uh, Zephyr around the bookshelf uh, down to Talitha and just, Talitha, no! And he will do battle medicine on you. Ah. Um, so let's try that. Usually goes well. 
Oh, Takes boy. it a dying three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you, could this backfire and you could hurt her? You could roll a natural one. Okay. Yeah, but she said she had something cool to do. Yeah. I mean, we just say that. I, I mean, told you what I was going to do. We always feel like we have something cool. Yeah. <laughs> I said explicitly what I was going to do. And then look what happened. And it's too late. And he did it. And it. But he. But Brother Ramius doesn't know that. Da, da, da. He doesn't know that. that she was going to do something cool either. Yeah, that's true. I don't think Talitha yelled out. I'm gonna do something. I'm about to do some cool. Watch. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, we have to watch, find out. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> kind of weird that the dying animation includes unconscious, which is just sleeping. Z's. I know. sleeping forever. I won't do it because it, it does carry some risk, and hey, wait, wait. I do have an extra action. I'm, so I'm pro I battle will. Medicine. Don't let Troy talk you out of healing me. No, it's just that your dying condition is a bit high. So uh, I am going to... I mean, to if you rolled a natural one... And we remember what happened <laughs> last time. He injured you far worse before yeah. able to... I blame myself for saying anything. That would have been hilarious. <sighs> yeah. You know what? I'll do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I, have a, I have a backup. All right, so I will battle medicine you. I also have a bottle cap. Battle medicine. Here we go. Uh, that's going to be a critical success. Nice. All right. So uh, that's going to be juicy, juicy damage, and I did not have to burn uh, one of these heal spells, which is awesome. So, uh, okay. Well, hopefully, we'll see what the what the die roll is. But I'm a little frantic. I'm nervous when I'm the one. What's six plus four? Ten. There you go. Ten. She's learning. Uh, I'll, right. never, I'll never forget. You get 15. 15 points of healing. <gasps> That's amazing. All right, Some so. quick and dirty battle medicine. Um, no longer dying, but you wounded are one. wounded one and prone. And st- still dazzled? I don't know. I assume I'm still dazzled. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I flavor removed the dazzle because I didn't think I'd be coming back. <laughs> and you're also off guard. And you're also off guard. Uh, all right. Of, so you move battle medicine. Move battle then. medicine. I still have an action, and my problem is that. So I was like, "Oh, I'm going to aid," but I don't think that that is going to help. Um, so let me just. Uh, no, I will. I will aid. Okay. So I was going to uh, do guidance, but guidance gives you the same exact bonus as bless does. It's a status bonus, so it would not stack. So uh, I'm going to aid uh, to the best of my ability. Um, Asta in her attack against this creature. So we don't have bless anymore. It was a one round. No, you have bless. Oh, but now I can. If I successfully aid, I will stack that uh, on top of it. So for a plus potential two. For a plus potential two. Cool. Yes, but I do have to actually aid. So let me think about that. In the meantime, it's a reaction. Okay. Good talk. Good talk, Talitha. You are up. Okay. But I moved in the initial order. That's right. You move to... Right before the creature. Right before the creature. So I will update you, and it is Zephyr's turn. So, oh boy. How long am I conf- confused for? for Excuse me, round? I'm sorry. It's uh, it's it's Buggles' turn. Oops. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> okay. Buggles is... So he... The Kulikon emerges. Oh. His eyes change. And the this other aspect of him like it's just ah, when he comes out his teeth bare and the side of him wants to rush at the enemy and the buggles aspect is just like no no is holding holding it back and so the Kuulakan boom uh, does an ignition at range at the enemy okay, okay. Uh, that is a 25 to hit. Five is a hit. Okay. Wow. And so he's got cover, Troy. Cover. 
still hit. Plus two. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, twenty five is a great roll. Uh, okay, so that is eleven points of damage. Okay, and then with that salvaged third action, he is going to use restore the mind, and he's going to reach out to Talitha. So it's like, yeah, let me help you. You get six points, six more points Amazing. of healing back. Awesome. You're right think, back in this. I don't think it had cover because Talitha's down. Don't forget. Mm. Uh, the bookshelf. Bookshelf provides cover. It's center of the square to center of the square. If it oh. would pass through oh, any physical object, it's plus two. Well, oh. that's like very, very so minimal. Close, but. Yeah. Uh, but high enough roll so you're able to damage it pretty significantly and continue to heal wounded Talitha. It's Asta's turn. All right. Asta, seeing this thing brutally attack Talitha and Talitha go down, Asta goes a little feral and uh, she bares her teeth and then you see her just pop out of space, just disappear. And then you see her reappear on the other side of this creature, blocking the doorway. Uh, And she reappears hissing. That was so cool. How did you do that? You set that shit up ahead of time. <laughs> she called me last night. Wow. Like, if we That's... fight like a multicolored bug, I want to do something. <laughs> I ready my action if we fight a multicolored bug. Uh, and when she pops back in, she immediately just two hands with the katana into the bug's back uh, and makes a melee attack. And this is my very cool laughing hybrid, uh, laughing shadow hybrid study dimensional assault focus spell that I've been wanting to use. There's a lot of words in a row. I know. <laughs> so basically... I can tumble through space. I make a short dimensional hop to better uh, position myself. And then as soon as I come back in, I get to make a melee strike. That's amazing. This counts as a spell, so I'm also setting myself up to do a spell strike next. So this is just one action. Here I go. Okay. And would that provoke an attack of opportunity, this spell? I don't know the answer to that. It would, but it doesn't take. Uh, You also jumped conveniently out of Bless, which I I don't know why. I didn't Uh, know that was the aura. Uh, and I'm going to attempt an aid. I'm rolling nature to attempt to, you know, say where to stab and like the thorax or whatever ah. like that. And it, I rolled a 20. Oh, okay. So you get a plus one. You see a tiny little opening in its carapace. If you can stick your blade in there, you might be able to kill it. Oh, and I think I will. That's going to be... Oh, I made a mistake before. I have a wet- weapon potency... Ru- Jesus. Weapon potency rune in my katana. So when I was talking about my map... Um, is making such a... Why are you... I am shocked that you have a... What do you have, a plus one katana? Plus one. I built my character with it. Troy didn't say anything. I, I don't know how you have... I've never seen your character. I don't know how... <laughs> you've been playing with a plus one katana this whole time? Yeah. It just gives me a plus one. So when I said my map was a negative two at, at my third attack, it's just a negative one, actually. Just wanted to correct that for all the rules. Where'd you get that room? <laughs> Found it. I think you're allowed to have that. pause for edit. <laughs> I don't think any characters at this level have a weapon. Do you want to take it out? <laughs> I should have seen your sheet at some point, but yeah, I don't think you're allowed to have it. Shouldn't affect this. We'll roll. see. We could be wrong. Yeah. That wouldn't affect your map. It does. Yeah, it, it affects right? your to hit. Affects your to hit. Yes, which would affect. It'd still be a minus five. Oh, yeah, okay, but it brings up my to hit. Yes, okay, Matthew. It affects. <laughs> it affects it in the sense that instead of a negative two, it's a negative one on my third hit. I see. Yes. Okay. So, that, sorry. <laughs> do well, we need, very suspicious of this room. Do we need to pause? Like, what's going on? Just no, I get what you're saying. Shocked get, me to my core. I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what you're rolling. 21 to hit. That is a hit. I know. Uh, no matter what 
made up weapon. <laughs> it would be a 20 without it. I don't okay. think it's that big of a deal. I think, I bu- you, I think that's enough. Next I time my- I build a character, I'm also going to have a legendary yeah, I'll just give that like, <laughs> that I'll a legendary sentient katana. <laughs> well, I wish I could die too. <laughs> Let's all die. It was a, Let's all die. It was, a parting, it was a parting gift that Troy gave me. If it helps, I rolled minimum, so that's oh. five, five points. All right, so Brother Ramius reaches out and says, There! And you look down at your katana, and the katana says, Here! It's because it speaks. <laughs> and you kill the yeah! Oh, oh, you slide the blade oh, into the right nice. spot! All of you standing there just see the katana come out of its chest, and it slides off the blade, falls to the floor. What is this Desiriac doing in a library? Is it the artist? Perhaps we'll find out next week. Oh, oh that's it? We never got his name. Never we got never his name. got his name. Maybe you should have tied maybe you should have grappled him. He has literally the answer to every question we're asking. Maybe Just I like, fucking kill it! <laughs> but it wouldn't deign to speak to us. The katana says, I drink its blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this new sentient weapon's gonna have a boss act. Uh, <laughs> I drink its blood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> It's time to make your membership official. Become an official member of the Nash today at jointhenash.com. That's jointhenash.com, where you'll get access to exclusive podcasts and live streams you can't find anywhere else. See what everybody's talking about and join the Nash today at jointhenash.com.